Shea butter and popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Sit back, relax, and listen. Friday's gonna have you glistening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea butter and popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea butter and popcorn. With Taj and Chels, episode 10, Cracker Jack. Shea Butter and Popcorn is the all-inclusive podcast giving you the exclusive. This podcast focuses on reviewing our favorite films. My name is Chelsea, a.k.a. Chels. I'm a singer, actor, and all-around movie lover. This episode is entitled Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack Popcorn, founded in 1896, is an American brand of snack food consisting of molasses-flavored, caramel-coated popcorn and peanuts well-known for being packaged with a prize of trivial value inside. Cracker Jack, the more you eat, the more you want. Taji, let them know who you are and what we're talking about today. Oof, delicious. Anyways, um, <laughs> hello everyone. My name is Tajiana, aka Taj. I am a freelance filmmaker and actress um, holding a double degree in both love storytelling, especially Black stories, Black narratives, Black everything, Advocate of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and I'm so excited to talk about Christmas movies today for our season finale. Oh my gosh, season finale! What season one? What? Who? When? Where? How? How? Why? This is it, y'all, for 2019. I mean, I'm really glad that this hobby has manifested itself into a fun show that I get to do with you, Taj, every week. Yes, I love you, girl. This is so much fun. Seriously. Thank you guys to our listeners who tune in each week. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for riding along with us as we bring you guys content each week. Yeah, it's been so much fun. Yeah. I can't believe it's. Thank you all. I really appreciate it. Holiday movies and Christmas films. They're so cozy. They're warm and delicious, just like a cup of hot cocoa with a warm blanket and some marshmallows, y'all. Oh, I'm so ready. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, it's getting cold out here. My feet are frozen as we speak. <laughs> my feet are cold, too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're about to go get some hot cocoa. Right, I'm going to make some after this. <laughs> a mess. Oh, my God. I'm so ready for the holidays. Seriously. But you have so many varieties of films to choose from. I mean, you got new Christmas movies that have been warming up movie theaters since November, like last Christmas, decorating the tree or taking family holiday photos you know Taj my family and I we decorate our Christmas tree the day after Thanksgiving like clockwork every year since oh y'all are that family <laughs> yeah we are yes family, we are that family my family is the Christmas tree came out the day of Christmas and it's the morning of and we're ready. no no not the day of you do not put your tree up the day of Christmas well, it depends on the year, but most of the time it's like the day before or two days before oh the eve. <laughs> See, Santa almost skipped your house. Oh my gosh, I put my dog in reindeer ears. Oh, oh no, God. Tinsley! <laughs> Wait, send me pictures. Okay. I will, I'll send you pictures. Tinsley's like, please stop. <laughs> please stop. This is torture. Oh my gosh. Anyway, it's a whole event and it's production. You know, you got Christmas music, you know, you got christmas movies you're watching you're having a great time you're with your family with your friends this is the best time to do that and just really remember what life is all about it's the little things you know or you're recharging and planning and strategizing for the new year it's always better if you have a little downtime first 
kind of like when you have so much stuff to do, you take a nap. Period. Sometimes. Yes. I'd be tired. <laughs> That's me all day. Y'all be sleeping on sleep. I mean, for real, this is under it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Y'all be sleep. sleeping on sleep. No, you did not just say that. I love it though, but that's really how it be. <laughs> this this grind, uh, <laughs> this grind time every day, this uh, days off, this sleep when you're dead type mentality is so toxic. Go yeah. take a nap, rest your body. <laughs> your brain literally heals itself when you go to sleep. Yes. You need to, you yes. didn't encounter so much BS throughout the week. Right. Like, you need It'll to ward off colds and stuff. Seriously, y'all need yeah. to happen. And drinking <laughs> water, stay hydrated. Anywho, <laughs> let's get into our movies. Okay, so you've got so many Christmas movies in so little time. You got Elf, you got The Holiday, you got Nightmare Before Christmas, The Polar Express. The list goes on and on. There are so many different Christmas movies for whatever mood you're in. So for this episode, since it's our season finale, we are not going to have an ashy segment this week. But instead, we're going to do not three, but four holiday movies that we yes. love. <laughs> Get ready, because we're going to be extra. <laughs> okay, first movie I'm going to talk about is Home Alone 1990, directed by Chris Columbus. This movie is so cute. I remember watching this movie like with my dad and with my sister coming up and it's so much fun. And I say that with my dad and my sister because my mom was definitely, like, making food or making <laughs> uh, <laughs> dinner and things like that and getting all the treats and baked goods together when we were watching this. She's like, get out of my hair, get out of the kitchen, go watch something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Every black mom ever. Right? The kitchen. It's exactly. like, I'm just hungry. Keep the change, you filthy animal. I mean, who doesn't like Home Alone? It's so much fun. You got Kevin McAllister played by Macaulay Culkin, who is left at home by accident when his family goes to Paris for the Christmas vacation. Now, how you forget your own child? I don't have any idea. That's crazy. Kevin has to keep two con minute bay before they rob the family home all on his own at eight years old. You check that out. I'm sure that's on television, especially around this time. It's December 6th. So second movie, Love Actually, 2003, directed by Richard Curtis. Now, a couple months ago, we talked about rom-coms, and I know that I mentioned Gary Marshall and how his movies have all the characters overlap each other's storylines without knowing it. Well, keep that in mind about how Gary Marshall uses that technique in his movies. Keep that in mind, but then add a British accent, and you've got love, actually. Um, this movie's like really funny. It has some endearing moments. It's very cute. It's one of my favorites. It's basically about nine different people finding love and how love actually is all around us. Um, there's a lot of people in this movie. This list is huge. So um, just to name a few, there's Hugh Grant, Kira Knightley, Chuatual Iljafor from 12 Years a Slave. You got Emma Thompson, Liam Neeson, Laura Linney, and the late Alan Rickman. And that's just some of the people in that movie. Um, soundtrack is great. It's very cute. Wonderful movie. Next movie I'm going to talk about is... Four Christmases, 2008, directed by Seth Gordon. Now, Taj, did you uh, order Hilarious with a side of cheese? I, I think I did. You did? Okay, great. Well, I think you asked for uh, Four Christmases. It's so funny. It's hilarious. Probably because Vince Vaughn is in it, and he's a nutcase. He's hilarious. Um, he's in a relationship with Reese Witherspoon, and their characters are Brad and Kate. Yeah. Brad and Kate. 
<laughs> right? Um, he's in a relationship with Reese Witherspoon, and their plans to vacation overseas get canceled, so they have to stop inoculating babies in Burma, which is a lie they tell their family. <laughs> when they get caught, like, on the news at the airport, you know, when they said that they were going to go help babies in Burma when really they're going on vacation. And they have to visit each of their divorced parents and their families. So you got her mom and dad and his mom and dad. Their family is just as crazy as you would think, but even more so. And it's just, it's a good time. It's a fun movie to watch. Last but not least, I'm going to talk about a movie that came out the year I was born. <laughs> How fun. 1996's The Preacher's Wife. Ugh. Oof. Come on now. It's so good. Okay, this film stars the late, great Whitney Houston. Incomparable vocals. Amazing. I love Whitney Houston. Alongside Denzel Washington and Courtney B. Vance. This is a true delight. Also, sidebar, I'm going to take this moment to just give a Black Excellence moment shout out because Courtney B. Vance last month was appointed the president of the SAG-AFTRA Foundation. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Right? For those of you who don't know, his wife is Queen Mother, <laughs> Angela Bassett. <laughs> Amazing. Queen Mother. <laughs> right? This movie is a remake to the 1947 film, The Bishop's Wife. I love The Preacher's Wife. Uh, it's really incredible. Courtney B. Vance begins to doubt himself as a reverend. He's going through a midlife crisis, and he's visited by an angel, played by Denzel. And so Denzel is distracted by the preacher's beautiful wife, Whitney Houston. The music is wonderful. I mean... I believe in you and me. Come on now. I believe that we could be. That's it. No. Yes. <laughs> I'll be singing all day. But no, yeah. And her version of Joy to the World. Everybody sing Joy. Love. Oh my love. gosh. I'm <laughs> going to go. Yeah, I'm watching it. It's so good. It's sensational holiday fun. You will not be disappointed. And it's a 90s movie. Our generation is obsessed with the 90s. So y'all should enjoy that. It's so good. Those are my films for, I would say this week, but those have been my films in addition to the other episodes of the year. So <laughs> I know, I know. Why the tears away? That's, that's, yeah, that, those have been my films for this year so far. Taji, <laughs> let them know what yours are. <laughs> yes. So I feel like I'm not really like a holiday fanatic, but I'm going to start this off with um, this Christmas um 2007 christmas romantic musical comedy i'm gonna get to know you better okay i don't even know if we sound in sync over there. we don't it doesn't matter it's whatever we cute <laughs> we still cute mm. She's the singer, just as a reminder before y'all wrote to me. Anyways, <laughs> written, produced, and directed by Preston A. Whitmore II. Um, it is a story that centers the Whitfield family um, whose um, eldest uh, child or family member comes home for the first time in four years. Mm -hmm. And um, it's based on the um, 1970 uh, Donny Hathaway song of This Christmas and um, it's covered by Chris Brown. If you didn't know, please watch it. Um, starring also Idris Elba, um, Delroy yes. Lindo, Loretta Devine, um, Regina King, Sharon Leal, Lauren London. Uh, come on now. The list goes on. Mackay Pfeiffer. Wow. 
Um, but it just, I feel like this is a, a, like a black film staple for, in terms of the Christmas movie category. Um, it really, it just it really highlights that like struggle of, you know, the different generations and communicating with each other and, you know, leaving and coming back home and, you know, so-and-so, you know, this husband is this and this child and who made the mac and cheese. Like it's, it's that type of film. And, um, in the end, it definitely, definitely, I feel like touches the heart and it comes together in a way that's like, wow, this is so beautiful. And of course, when you have Chris Brown singing in this film, like when we were younger, I was just like, wow, oh my goodness, Mm -hmm. like my husband. Um, But like this film, I feel like is definitely, it also can definitely speak to those who, um, you know, you have those hard conversations around holiday time with your family and you know during holiday time sometimes things like family drama comes up because everybody's together during that time of the year so it's definitely in that realm um you know um Chris Brown's character who's the youngest um you know he's like I want to sing and I'm a singer like it's it's just that and like you know family drama that's been pent up for a while just it just comes out at Christmas time and so it's it is a very it's beautiful and black and like the soundtrack is bomb great cast um it's a very classic like classic Christmas movie with black leads I would definitely definitely watch it if you never have um yeah it's a it's a staple it's a staple um second movie oh my gosh I was so scared when I saw this in theaters but (laughs) A Christmas Carol. Oh yeah. Uh, I was so scared. How old were we? We were in like middle school. Mm-hmm. But like it recounts the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, who is like, oh my gosh, this this dude is like basically, how do you explain this? Like, Ebenezer Scrooge is like this old man who's like he's like mean and like ew. <laughs> And he's visited by the ghost of his former business partner. And it just, it kind of reminds me of um, The Grinch, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. Um, But it just, it it really is like, you know, evaluating like Christmas traditions, carols, like things of that sort. Um, And it also, uh, A Christmas Carol was um, actually a book um, talking about, uh, books that turn into movies um it was written by charles dickens um in england hold on pause close the door close the door close the door reminding <laughs> it actually was based off of the book um i didn't even know this was a book turned movie but the author charles dickens wrote a christmas carol and pose oh sorry charles dickens the author wrote a Christmas Carol and prose being a ghost story of Christmas um, in England in 1843. Um, so I remember seeing this in theaters when I was like, oh my gosh, like I was, how old were we? I don't even remember, but like, I just remember seeing it and it was like, some parts were scary. Like, oh my gosh. I was like, this is so weird. He gets chant like, he gets um, dropped off in different dimensions, not dimensions, but like different locations. And he's visited by ghosts. And I was like, this is not the Christmas spirit. I rebuke. Um, (laughs) 
But yeah, um, yeah, Jim Carrey um, was featured in one of the renditions. They've they've done this movie so many times. Yeah, they have so many times. I'm just looking at all the cover art for all the different like adaptations. Like they've done this movie so many times. It's actually kind of ridiculous. Um, but yeah, it's like a it's like a um, I don't know. I guess it's cute. I don't know if I'd watch it again because I have so much trauma, but. <laughs> How did you like it, Chelsea? Did you see it? I did see it. I thought it was interesting. I mean, Christmas Carol to me is creepy anyway, especially the black and white. Yeah. And it's been done a lot as well. So, I mean, but I mean, at the same time, Preacher's Wife that I talked about, which is directed by Penny Marshall, is a remake, you know? Mm-hmm. Of the I didn't even know that. Yeah, that, is, that in itself is a remake of the late Penny Marshall, who's actually mm-hmm. her brother was Gary Marshall who I talked about mm-hmm. earlier, kind of like the lovers mm-hmm. intertwined stories like in Love Actually. But yeah, that was a, mm-hmm. so there's that too. So, I mean, they keep doing remakes where it's like supply over demand. Do they do more harm than good? Which we about yeah. action movie franchises. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I really liked um, Christmas Carol. I feel like is, I like the story. That's what I really liked about it. Um, like the, the truth that. about telling the truth um, and how the truth will set you free and honesty is the best policy. But I just don't like, I, I like the truth from that story, like the message in the story, but I wouldn't say necessarily I like the story the most, you know, with Tiny Tim and the creepy ghost. And it's scary. The ghost scared, bro. I haven't even watched a movie since then. Like, yeah. I, Wow. But I did appreciate that, you know, the story having like these ghosts in terms of like, oh, I'm the ghost of Christmas past. I'm mm-hmm. the ghost of Christmas present. I'm the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Like, right. and then he ends up a changed man and he's not angry and like crusty anymore. Um, it, like I said, I love that type of like cheesiness. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, stop being a bully and stop being mean. Get your life right. Like, that's why I love the Grinch so much. Um, but yeah, definitely, you know, watch it, you know. England based and like, you know, inspired European, like very like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. Watch it. I, I don't know if everybody likes the way that they did this. Yeah. Or like everybody likes the story of the Christmas Carol. Like mm, I would prefer to like be joyous and not think about like, you know, somebody like dying and then like a ghost coming and like help. I don't know. But like, if you read in between the lines, mm-hmm. <laughs> the story's pretty okay. But speaking of which, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yes! With the wonderful, amazing, talented Jim Carrey, my yes. dude. Are you freaking I love the me? Grinch. Oh, my gosh. It's my favorite Christmas movie, hands down. Thank you, Dr. Seuss, for your contribution. Um, I, wow. Like I, my gosh, I think we had this on, um, VHS when it first came out, but Mm -hmm. I just love, he bodied this. He did what he had to do. They chose a fantastic comedic actor. Um, I don't care what nobody says. This is the best (laughs) adaptation period. Oh Um, yeah, definitely. Christmas fantasy comedy film. Um, And the child mentioned a check. (laughs) And the child and our roof, our roof, our roof, our roof. Cut, print, check the gate. Kids today, so desensitized by movies and cinema. 
<laughs> now you know you definitely know that he improvised. <laughs> like there's just no way like that how do you write that into the script oh my god that like <laughs> Not POV, but yeah, well, yeah, like that shot of him doing that is just so right? great. I'd or the or the fruitcake eating contest. Fruit uh, no, this isn't a uh, fruitcake. This is a bug. Well, what is it? <laughs> the Chris Ugly Christmas. Oh my party? gosh! Yes, we love it, man. Based uh. on this 1957 book of the same name, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh. Um, you know, I feel like you know. I don't know if there's many movies out there that are based from children's um, picture books, but, you know, they did what they had to do. The original mm-hmm. um, is a 1966 animated TV special. Um, and that one's creepy. I haven't even watched That's creepy it. creepy me. Yeah. <laughs> Charles said that it's creepy, so <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. But maybe I'll watch a few, a few of them. But, um, I, wow, I definitely appreciated this. Directed by Ron Howard. Um, and I loved just his delivery. I loved, um, I feel like everyone did what they had to do. Um, it, it, Jim Carrey included, but just, you know, the, the who's like the who children, all the residents, all the cast, like they did what they had to do. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think this story, this, this film just lives on forever. Um, released by Universal Pictures on November 17th, 2000. Wow, that's like four days from now, um, 19 years ago, question mark. Like, wow, so long. Um, basically two decades. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there was mixed reviews from the critics, mostly for the screenplay and innuendos. Um, but the musical score carries performance, visual aspects, production value, all that stuff was definitely praised. In particular, the makeup effects from freaking Rick Baker. Appreciate you, man. Wow. Like, come on. Like, they did what they had to do. I don't even know what else to say about this. Like, if you haven't watched The Grinch, I don't know what you're doing, but like, please watch it. Um, it grossed over $345 million worldwide, becoming the sixth highest grossing film of 2000. Um, and it was originally the second highest grossing holiday film of all time behind Home Alone mm-hmm. until both movies were surpassed in, two, and in 2018 by the third film adaptation of the story. Yuck. Um, <laughs> sorry. Let me not yuck other people's yum. I haven't watched yes. the movie. I don't think I'm going to watch it. I'm just like, I'm old school. I just, but the, but our parents are like, but there was a Grinch before your Grinch. Yeah. Those were my parents. That was, that was my parents for real. They were like, what do you mean? This isn't the original. Yeah. There, you know, there's an original for each generation. That doesn't make sense. But I know what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Yeah. It won the Academy Award for best makeup as well as um, nominations for best art direction and best costume design, like production quality on point. All of that type of stuff. Classic Christmas movie about the Grinch being a freaking Grinch and like having the Who people turn him into a lovable, lovable person. Like, I just love this story so much. And like, you know, just I love the flashback of like him showing him as a child and like, you know, the reason why he's the way he is. is like eating the cookies like Santa. Santa, bye bye. Crunch, crunch. (laughs) And it was like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, he was born low-key evil, but also people <laughs> bullied him. And I was just like, wow, like, thank you for showing that because uh-huh. you know, 
it shows that people are some people are the way they are because of other people and so it's just oh, like yeah. careful what you say about people mm-hmm. especially in adolescence which is hard because when you're a kid you have no filter um but really be careful about that and like especially during this holiday time people feel really alone so just like well yeah they yeah. I mean they told the story they did what they had to do um yeah yeah, yeah hug somebody tell someone you love them right tell the truth seriously and yeah people do really feel alone and people are known to be like very depressed on the holidays and that's why we got hello here's some little toe exactly (laughs) we we gotta take care of each other seriously every day but especially uh, around the christmas season and and not just because it's christmas and it's a thing to do but just that's that's how you should just act you know and right exactly love on each other Mm -hmm. last film we just watched this together when we saw each other in person. Mm-hmm. Let it snow, twenty nineteen. <laughs> now <laughs> had to talk about it. I needed to debrief. It's not even. I feel like it's not even like a traditional Christmas movie. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's categorized as a Christmas romantic comedy. Is um, it? Yeah, because okay, because the plot. Also, this came out um, on the eighth, y'all. So, like, literally, oh, eighth of November, yeah, last month. I didn't watch it right away because I didn't even know until we were all like, "Hey, here's this film," and I was like, "Are you mm-hmm. freaking kidding me? It has mm-hmm. Shamik Moore, my husband. What are you talking about?" So <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, we have to watch it, y'all. Watch it and let me know what you think." I don't, I don't feel that it was a very strong narrative i feel like they just wanted to put out something um and they kind of just did it i mean i feel and at like- the end they just said now kid now kid <laughs> now kid like uh, I just, what was that movie i know it was on netflix but i was like what the heck is this like but netflix doesn't have good content <laughs> i feel like this was one of those netflix films that was kind of like no like no i mean it okay so basically it was based on a young adult novel um and i was like wow i didn't know that um so directed by luke snellen it's based on the let it snow three holiday romances by john green lauren miracle and maureen johnson um so you know talking about books turned into movies again um, but I mean, I feel like the plot wasn't totally strong. It's like, okay, I got accepted into Columbia University, but I can't, I can't leave college because my mom is sick. Um, that's, um, Julie Reyes, the main character played by Isabella Merced. And then Shameik Moore plays this, um, pop star. As y'all didn't know, Shameik Moore actually does make music. Um, but he plays Stuart Bale, this pop star who's passing through town and they just magically like fall in love. I don't know. And then <laughs> she has like her friend. <laughs> it almost reminds me of like fan fiction because you know how you would read those fan fictions? It'd be like this big pop star. It'd be pop stars we liked or whatever. And it's like, oh to my god, Stops through town and you fall in love. Like what are the odds? What are the chances? That stuff doesn't happen. That, that is so... Like you just, oh you know, my like you gosh just random rock star and they're just like it's like a man, fiction i'm so glad that my my tour bus stopped or my plane got delayed because now i get to fall in love with 
one of my fans because you really know what the music's about when there's nothing playing. And it's snowing. And there's this weird lady who wears foil and like picks up people off of the street. Like, (laughs) but, and then there's these friends who like are minor, which (laughs) not off the street. Right. Like, foil. One of the dudes who works in the diner, uh, Jacob, mm-hmm. Jacob Adelon, um, who, if, if you guys are familiar with Sp- Spider-Man Far From Home, he was in that. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like they just had like, I don't know, they just put like a, I don't know, known cast together. And then like, they were like, yeah, let's like make this like. Joke. But the story wasn't developed. That's the thing. It wasn't, and even if you look at the um, this information on Wikipedia, I mean, I know don't look at Wikipedia in general, but like even on Wikipedia, it has no paragraphs. Like it's literally just the cast, their name, and one sentence about the how they tie into the plot. It's like they picked a bunch of actors that are rising actors and stars, put them in a movie, and then they said, "Now kiss." And then it has nothing to do with the book. It failed. <laughs> now, now kiss and yeah. And I'm just like, how did the writers of this book them produce this? I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I just feel like it was just like so empty. Like there was no motive. Like, come on. What are the, like, come on. I can't even. And the nipple bleeding. What? <laughs> Okay, we're gonna spoil it because it's that okay. I think it was Mitchell Hope, um, who was alongside um Jacob in the diner, the their characters, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but one of them boys, he ripped out his nipple hair. He did. He ripped out his he was shaving his chest and ripped it out, and so Supposedly, they thought it was funny to have this young boy's nipple bleed off and on throughout the whole film. Like, it would just be there. Like, okay, and also, whoever I did... Said, who, who said yes to this? I don't whoever, care. I was, they're like, oh, this is what kids today want to watch. I'm, I'm sick. Whoever did, whoever did the makeup, why was the blood just in one place? It wasn't even dripping down. It was just like there. So it was just like, okay, cut to nipple with blood. Okay, it's not there anymore. Oh, wait, his nipple's bleeding again. Like, bro, you would just walk outside with your nipple bleeding? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> and why are you trying to shave your nipples? Like, y'all can watch it if you're just looking for something to like watch that is not that great. I would do that. <laughs> I'm done. I'm oh done. Those are, those are my movies. <laughs> uh, thank you all for tuning in. I hope that you all stay tuned for more updates in the new year. Um, going into 2020 as we make our return with season two. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at Shea Popcorn, on Twitter at Shea Butter Pop for those updates, or you can follow us individually. You can follow me at Chelsea J Music. Or me at Tajiana underscore. Yes. And stay in up to date with us and check in and let us know what you would like to hear on the podcast yes dm us leave it in the comments do what you need to do and have a great holiday a great holiday great merry christmas and happy new year and actually just happy holidays thank you guys for listening peace peace